0: Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, October 18th. A soldier, a barrier breaker, and above all else, a public servant. All of Washington and across the country, Colin Powell is being remembered today. When news came this morning that the 84-year-old former Secretary of State, Colin Powell, had died from complications due to COVID, it brought back all of these critical moments in American political life where Colin Powell, a legend truly, was standing right there in the center of it. Before we let you hear Powell, in his own words, in some of these critical moments in American political life, It is worth noting he was fully vaccinated. He was immunocompromised from battling cancer and Parkinson's disease. And so don't think for a second that his death, because it was related to COVID complications, is somehow a reason to think that the vaccines don't work. That is certainly not the case. Colin Powell was the first in almost everything he did. He was the first African-American to serve as national security advisor to a president, the first to head up the Joint Chiefs of Staff as chairman of the Joint Chiefs, the first African-American secretary of state under President George W. Bush, who in his statement, remembering Powell today, called him a favorite of presidents because he did indeed work for and serve four U.S. presidents, Reagan, Bush 41, Clinton, and Bush 43. But there was a moment where Colin Powell himself thought he might be one of those chief executives one day sitting in the Oval Office. In 1995, Powell wrote his memoir, My American Journey. And his memoir, not only was it clearly a bestseller, but there was like a 20-odd city tour with crowds, throngs of Americans of all stripes from all political backgrounds wanting to meet him, to shake his hand, and to express their support should he decide to get into the 1996 race for the presidency. During that book tour, he sat down with Larry King right here on CNN explaining his thinking.
1: I have not spent my whole adult life trying to reach the point where I could run for elected political office. My whole life was spent in an entirely different direction, an entirely different profession field. Like you so Eisenhower. Eisenhower. So this hasn't been a driving ambition to me to enter public office. And then I will have to see whether or not I really have something to contribute that is unique and different from anyone else, and whether I have the passion to pursue that vision. You don't know and, uh,
0: that yet. Of course, as you know, Colin Powell decided not to run for the presidency back then in 1996 or at any other time. He went on to serve his country in other ways, including as George W. Bush's secretary of state in the first term of Bush 43's administration. And it was in that time as secretary of state where Colin Powell may have taken on his most known blemish of an impeccable record, which is when he went as the face of the administration, a man of total integrity, before the United Nations, to make the case for war against Iraq. Indeed, the facts
1: and Iraq's behavior show that Saddam Hussein and his regime are concealing their efforts to produce more weapons of mass destruction. What we're giving you are facts and
0: conclusions based on solid intelligence. It was Powell, with the CIA director sitting behind him in that august chamber at the United Nations up in New York, who made the case that weapons of mass destruction existed and it was necessary for America to take on Saddam Hussein. Powell clearly had come to regret that speech. And in fact, he once again sat down with CNN's Larry King in 2010, reflecting on that moment.
1: You regret it. I regret it now because the information was wrong. Of course I do. But I will always be seen as the one who made the
0: case before
1: the international
0: community. But if you think that moment, of being the face of the administration presenting what became to be known as faulty intelligence to make the case for war would somehow sort of forever ban Powell from the center of American life, you'd be wrong because he was a man of such towering integrity or as Vice President Harris said today, grace and dignity is how he served this nation. That even a potential blemish like that one on the Iraq war was not going to derail Colin Powell, from his rightful place in the history books. And in fact, in October of 2008, it was an unbelievable political moment when he came out and endorsed Barack Obama, this lifelong Republican, who, by the way, was a close friend of John McCain's. And even though McCain was running against Obama in that race, Powell felt the need to come out publicly a couple weeks before the election and give his endorsement to Obama. It was a huge Huge moment. And one, by the way, that former President Obama referenced in his statement today. And he said that he was so appreciative that someone like Powell would endorse him, but that what impressed him even more was how he did it. He took that opportunity when he endorsed Obama to push back on some of the ugly underbelly of what he saw coursing through the Republican Party during that race. Here he was on NBC's Meet the Press.
1: And I look at these kinds of approaches to the campaign, and they trouble me. And the party has moved even further to the right, and I'm also troubled by not what Senator McCain says, but what members of the party say. And it is permitted to be said such things as, well, you know that Mr. Obama is a Muslim. Well, the correct answer is he is not a Muslim. He's a Christian. He's always been a Christian. But the really right answer is, what if he is? Is there something wrong with being a Muslim in this
0: country? The answer is no. That's not America. In that race, he endorsed Obama for the second term in 2012, and he endorsed Joe Biden for president in the summer of 2020 because he obviously was no fan of Donald Trump and thought he was a real dangerous threat to America's standing in the world.
1: The values I learned growing up in the South Bronx and serving in uniform were the same values that Joe Biden's parents instilled in him in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I support Joe Biden for the presidency of the United States because those values still define him, and we need to restore those values to the White House.
0: Here was President Biden earlier today commemorating Colin Powell. I became friends,
1: and Jill as well, but I became friends with Colin Powell, who we just lost. Think of our Colin Powell. He's not only a dear friend and a patriot, one of our great military leaders and a man of overwhelming decency. This is a guy born son of immigrants, in New York City, raised in Harlem in the South Bronx, and he rose to the highest ranks not only in the military, but also in in areas of foreign policy and statecraft.
0: Powell was a truly unique figure in American political life, and his integrity will live on as an example for generations of people who want to serve their country to come. May his memory be a blessing. That's it for today's Political Briefing. Thank you so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you tomorrow.